genre. All right. We are going. Here's hoping Motorcycle Guy is gone. Yep. Okay. All right. We We solemnly swear we're up to no good. to Harry Potter in the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have Adam the Creator with us again. Welcome back, Adam. Thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'm uh, glad you're joining us for this whole week. This must be like, you were saying you only do three minutes a week over on Dark Night Minutes. This is going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I mean, there's been... He's hanging there pulling back the curtain a little bit there's been a couple of weeks we've done two weeks worth of recordings in a row and that's kind of hard so i believe it i I believe it i've done six four to five hours worth all at once wow Wow. but we don't like doing that anymore (laughs) yeah i think the most we ever do in like one day has been five yeah i think the most you've done in a single day has been five minutes but maybe once it was six yeah, because we did a weekend edition that same day. You're right. We've done that before. But we've we've done, like, guest spots back-to-back with ours. We've done, like, a guest spot, and then the next day done, like, five minutes of our own. Yeah. And then the next day done, like, something else. And just like, oh, my God, why are we recording six times this week? This is obnoxious. <laughs> yep. If if I didn't have to, like, work another job or do other things, I, I would be okay with just recording all the time. But, like, oh, my Lord. It is tough. Yep, that's true. This week... We are hosting Die Hard Minute. Yeah. So we just recorded our Die Hard episodes, and now we're recording these. That's a lot back-to-back for us, too, I think. Yeah, no kidding. We did 10 episodes last week. Oh, it's... It can be a lot sometimes. Yep. Yep, yep. Today, today we're talking about minute number 58, which starts with talk of a monster. (gasps) A monster. A monster. Guys, I have a question about this monster thing. We'll get into it in a second. It ends... It ends with the hatchings of a plot. Hermione hatching a plot here. I'm excited for that. And we'll talk about that. But first, first, Hermione asked at the end of last minute, the beginning of this minute, what legend says lies in the chamber. And McGonagall's answer is a monster. <laughs> it's very and like, generic. what does a monster entail in the wizarding world? Because if I think of monsters, I think of like, I don't know, there's a couple of different things. On the one hand, there's monster, like, ah, real monsters, monsters, like, <laughs> these things are definitely not human or, like, even any other like kind, kind of, of creature. And then there's, like, the universal monsters monster, like, werewolves and vampires, but those exist in the magical but, world? But then I think, like, are giant versions of things considered monsters? Like, if you saw, Is a like, giant a monster? Is Grop a, a monster? I guess to some people he could Is be. Is Fluffy a monster? I would think so, yes. I think... I think giants do count as monsters because of the way Ron reacts when in Goblet of Fire, they talk about how Hagrid's half giant and Madame Maxine's half giant and Ron has a really bad reaction to that. So yeah, I would say, um, 
I would say that giants probably do count as monsters. Like, mm. is Ar- Aragog a monster? Like, he's like a Maybe. giant scary spider thing. But the thing, the problem that I have is, like, I, I don't... I feel like monster is a descriptor you use for something that you don't understand, right? And, like, Grop is Hagrid's half-brother, so I feel like it's it's... I feel like calling him a monster after we meet him, you know, like, that's Because he has a name. Yeah. And, and he's related to somebody they know. And it's, yeah, I feel like you're, I think you lessen that impact. Yes, yes, calling that thing a monster now is is kind of disrespectful. Yeah, Same with Aragog. Nice. Aragog, like, yeah, is a giant spider, and that's terrifying. But he's Hagrid's friend, and we know that he's an acromantula. Like, we have classified his species, therefore right. he's not an unknown anymore. I wouldn't, like, a tarantula is a giant spider, but I wouldn't call it a monster. No, that's not giant. I mean, not giant, but it's big compared to, like, most spiders. But but it's normal. An acromantula is, like, you know, house-sized, so it's a little more intimidating, but it's still a spider. Okay. I don't, I just, I feel like there's, like, a disconnect here. I think things that we consider monsters in the muggle world would be different from things that you would consider monsters in the magical one. Spoilers, but, like... Lupin turns into a werewolf. Does he turn into a monster? I don't... Do Do people call him a monster? I mean, okay, so if we're getting into that, then I would say, like, I would say that Lupin's probably not a monster, but Greyback is. And that's because of a personality thing. Greyback, like, seeks out children well, to see, devour. Well, see, then you end up, yeah, then you end up being per- personality into it, and, like, I mean... Because well, then you call people monsters, yeah, exactly, because Voldemort's because, a monster. Exactly. Even in, like, real-world situations, you'd be like, oh, well, that person's a monster because of some awful awful horrible thing that they did to whether they be like a murderer or whatever yeah like they're they're called a monster for a totally different reason if you opened the chamber and some like grotesque like unidentifiable homunculus thing i would be like okay this is a monster that's a monster but it's just it's a snake it might be a big snake but it's a snake like it's a giant snake but i wouldn't call that a monster I'm I'm not constringent on the term monster. Like Bigfoot's is Bigfoot considered a monster? I don't know. Is Bigfoot considered a monster? Like he's considered a myth or like a, some kind of conspiracy. A cryptid. He's a cryptid. It's different type of thing. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, now we're bringing in all these other little like subtext well, things. That's the problem that I keep coming up against in this. It's the same as like we talk about like wizards versus warlocks versus sorceresses. Like right. what? Let me tell you what, and, and this bothered me so much. I was, and this is going to sound so silly. I was watching the newer Smurf movie. Okay. And they have Gargamel. And they kept calling Gargamel a wizard, but he's a warlock. Okay. And there, to me, there is a difference. I'm all like, gosh darn it. They're calling him a wizard. He's not a wizard. He's a warlock. And again, it's, 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 Intent. We were yeah. talking about always this intent. Yes. Wizards seem nicer than warlocks. Oh, but, but, but. Like, you get an evil warlock, but, but you get evil Arthur, wizards, too. Arthur works with the warlock Perkins in the muggle office. That's, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Right? But he's a warlock, apparently. Warlocks just seem like they're not as nice. I just want a Harry Potter, I just want a Wizarding World horror story about a monster. What is. What, it, what they would consider a monster. Right, do wizarding kids worry about having monsters under the bed? I don't know. Or, or, no, or they because probably actually yeah. have real animal <laughs> magical creatures under their bed. There's a ghoul in there. That, yeah, they're going to have like real things that are actually not monsters. Like They don't have to worry about it. It's not a monster. It's just a gnome got in. Like Just toss it over the 
<laughs> Throw it out the window. Yeah. I don't know. To me, like a bo- okay, like they have Bogarts. That's a monster. But that's a monster. I would call to me. that a monster. It turns into something that you fear. No one can ever. See- yes, it turns into something you. Fe- it's fear based. I think monster. I think the term is fear based. Then if that's the case, then anything could be a monster. Then a giant snake could be a monster because a giant snake is scary. I guess. I wouldn't want to run into a giant snake. Do you think McGonagall would be a... Like, what if, what if like, one of the adult wizards found the chamber? If it's big enough to eat you, I feel like it's it's scary. Yeah, but, like, Harry doesn't have the know-how to fight the basilisk until he gets the sword. But I think for McGonagall, this would be a cakewalk. Or Dumbledore. Dumbledore could, like, snap his fingers and this thing would just... You're like, oh, I don't care yeah. this thing. Yeah, I don't think you would even need to f- fear it, I guess. I don't... Is it a magical basilisk? Bas- yes. Basilisks are magical creatures. We'll see. Then... Because it's like a... Not ordinary, so maybe it's... like it's... a chicken's egg hatched under a toad or something like that. We'll talk <laughs> about that much later. <laughs> so, so maybe it's not as simple as like, oh, let's. It's oh, Raven maybe Wand maybe destroyed. it's because it's like a it's like a it's this isn't a natural creature, right? Maybe that's what it's. What, but they don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. They call it a monster because they don't know. Because it's just easier to say there's a monster under the school. <sighs> it's like when you go to sixth grade camp and they tell you stories of like things that are like in the woods, and it's because Harry they're Potter, trying to scare you. Harry Potter opens the Chamber of Secrets, and it's like Mike Wazowski. Sully. Oh, <laughs> Mike Wazowski can't it's scare the, anybody. That's the, the whole point. The, the, like, entrance, <laughs> the entrance to the Chamber of Secrets is a doorway into Monsters, Inc. Put that thing back. You never know. You never know. No, they don't have Mike and Sully. You get your own personal monsters. Sully is Boo Monst- is, is okay. Boo's monster. Harry has his own monster. There. That's true. It's... A d- Dementors are monsters. I guess Dementors are boo monsters. Maybe it's because of... You yeah, should definitely it's be scared be the, of Dementors. It's gotta be the fear... I think it's the fear attachment. I, I think that's what I'm gonna stick with. Okay. I can't find a better explanation for why they would... Because I don't think that that's a term that we would even hear, like, regularly in the wizarding world. Monsters. I was very generic. Yeah. Makes you think of one-eyed... One-horned flying, flying purple people leaders. <laughs> it makes you think of that kind of stuff, yes. There you go. Yeah. When she says that, though, we get this cut to Ron, and Ron looks, like, horrified. <laughs> Why is he immediately turn around to Draco? <laughs> because he, he's so quick. He's already suspecting that it's Draco. It's like, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> There's a monster. <gasps> Draco? It's you? <laughs> but Draco, see, that, you're that works. You're the thing that came out of the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> that works in my head right now, because you see Draco's face. He's like, yeah, that's right. I am a monster. He's so smug I when you when they do that turn. I love that look. He really the ki- all the kids do pretty amazing face acting for as young as they are. I mean, like... Hermione's look, she's really worried and concerned, and then uh-huh. Ron's horrified look, and Draco's just <laughs> totally like, "That's right, that's right, that's right." <laughs> They're gonna, unle- it's gonna unleash a monster. All these mudbloods better beware. <laughs> You're doing that, like I know. I'm sorry. I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing this like little head bob thing, like, like no yeah. one can see it, but he's just all full of himself and just like, oh yeah. Uh, poor uh, Ron. He always has a horrified look on his face. He really does. It's always that mouth, like, kind of open, like, ooh. Do we have anything else for the classroom before we cut away? 
Yep, because we're going down a hallway now. I think the funny thing about this hallway shot is that, you know, the trio is talking about how worried all the teachers are, and then they automatically, especially Ron, jumps to, you know, well, who do you think it is? And, like, Draco... Crab and Goyle are all standing like right there as they start talking about it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they don't hear what they're saying. Yeah. It's so funny how close they are, especially when Hermione's like, if you're talking about Malfoy, I mean, Malfoy had just passed them and I can't remember if it was Crab or Goyle was still just behind Ron's shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. I I really like these, like Chris Columbus really likes these walk and talk shots. Yes. Where they're like heading down a hallway and it's one continuous shot and we have like multiple characters that are like coming by in the background and stuff. Uh, I actually really like, this is actually the same, this is almost the same as last year when Harry was like, it's Snape. Yes, I, I was thinking the and same Snape thing when they were the coming background. up this hallway and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, is Snape going to be behind is this them the all same of a hall- I think this is the same hallway. That's still my favorite one, like... Is, is them talking about Snape and he's just in the background like, ah, here you talking well, about Well, see, me. that's that's what's happening here is we're coming down this hallway and we can yeah. see, like, Talking about somebody is like, oh, here we are. Yeah. Uh, you rang? And McGonagall is worried. Oh, he says, do you really think it exists? And she's like, of course. And McGonagall's worried. All the teachers are. And uh, it's like, who do, who do you, who do you, who do, sorry. <laughs> like, stumbling over that. Ron says, who, do, hmm, who do we know who thinks all Muggleborn are scum? And she's like, if you're talking about Malfoy, he's like, of course, like, like, of course I'm talking about who else. Would who I else? He's literally walking by right now to prove my point. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's really good. I do. And, really and Malfoy like, uh, and his buddies are like walking with a purpose. Like well, they are like with like a really swift clip. We got to think about like, this is all we only have like a couple of cuts in this walk and talk that are like specific to kind of. We cut to Hermione and then back to Ron as they have this little bit of exchange. But the timing for this sequence must have been perfect. Like, okay, Harry, Ron, Hermione, you're going to come down the hallway now. And then right when you begin this line, this is when Draco and Crab and Goyle are going to come up. And you guys need to be walking fast enough that you pass at this particular moment so that like... Yeah. Yeah. This is actually a really well executed sequence. I'm always impressed with like these kids. Like... These kids are like twelve. I mean, there's a there's, there's a reason why. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, it's really good. It's funny though if if you're watching carefully when they come around that corner right at first, there's two girls standing in the corner and they are just staring at the trio as they walk by the whole time. It's kind of they funny. totally are. They totally are. Isn't there? There's also it looks like oh there's also God, a kid them. sitting on the floor. When they first come around that. Oh, no, I, I was tripping. There's no one there. It looked like there was a person sitting right there. Never mind. There are a lot of people in this hallway. Right class just let out. Yeah. Everyone's uh, I also really class. like, so so Draco walks by, and then Goyle walks by, and then Crab's like kind of running behind <laughs> them, trying to keep up. And I'm pretty sure that's Millicent Bolstrode even further behind uh, behind Crab in that last shot here in this walk and talk sequence. So, I love Crab running here, though. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that that's got to be her. It's got to be her. Yeah, long hair, kind of heavy set. Looks just like uh, the kid in front of her, <laughs> right? It's like he just likes, he just loves himself so much. He wants to date a girl that looks just like him. Oh, are they together? I Vincent Crab and and Millicent Bulstrode. Head cannon accepted. That's cute. 
Sure. I want. I don't want, breed, please. I want to cut when Harry and Ron are in the Slytherin common room of Millicent coming up and like, ooh, like <laughs> up to up to Ron when he's pretending yeah. to be crab. Oh my god! It would totally be like that scene in. Uh, in Sword in the Stone with, no, the, with, the, with the with the or the, tr- the squirrels with the squirrels. Yes, I'm like I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a squirrel. I'm a boy. I'm a boy. <laughs> oh, and then there's the old one that gets all mad at Merlin, who's like, ooh, and she's all mad. I just like the fact she grabs his tail and's like. <laughs> I was just talking. Like, I was just talking it. about this movie the other day. <sighs> I love that movie. It's a good movie. It's very good. Oh man! Also takes place in a castle. It also takes place in a castle. You are right. Yeah. It has a Slytherin. A wizard. Yeah, he was a Slytherin. Merlin <laughs> as a as a Slytherin is is really interesting. Is he an heir of Slytherin? Oh, who knows? Who knows? We'll never know. I like the way when they start, you know, going into hatching their plan. How Hermione always has to throw her little disclaimers at the beginning of these. You know, <laughs> she starts yeah. off with, "Mind you." It'd be very difficult, and you know, as it hits the end of the minute. But she yeah. always seems to have these little disclaimers as she starts a plan. Yes, no, you're totally right. Where it's like, <laughs> I have an idea, but you're not gonna like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but let me warn you about some stuff first. Uh yeah, it will be difficult. She <laughs> says at the begin, the end of this minute, and uh, and we'll talk more about what she says. More disclaimers tomorrow. Which are fun ones. I'm excited. There's a line in particular that I really like that I, I wish we had a, a, a better response to, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, that's everything I have for this minute, too. This walk and talk happened really fast. Yep. They're, they're, like I said, they're walking pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. All right. How do you feel? Do you guys have anything else for this one? I'm good. That's going to be a short minute. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, let everyone know, again, of course, where should they come find you on the internet, Adam? geekmindfusion.com you can find our episodes of Dark Knight Minute there you can also find all of our social links there and come check us out yeah go check them out find us of course on duelinggenre.com and uh, and check out all the shows that we have there and if you like our format go to moviesbyminutes.com and check out the plethora of other Movies by Minute shows doing uh, coverage of different films in this same format that we're doing and then you can come back tomorrow for Minute 59 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. All right. Mischief, Mischief managed. managed. <laughs>